0: The latest series on In the Field with Goulds Water Technology called Small Business Toolbox provides groundwater pros like you with info and resources to help you run your business more effectively. Enjoy the show! Hi, my name is Amanda Holloway, I'm here with uh, my co-host Griffin, and welcome to In the Field with Goulds Water Technology. It's a podcast series on solving water, which is a xylem podcast. Um, We're recording live today from NGWA 2019 in Las Vegas, Um, and we're going to be talking uh, right now with Russell Rao from Hughes Supply out of North Carolina, as well as Susan O'Grady from Xylem, and talking a little bit about profit sharing, um, incentivizing employees to perform well, and then also employee retention.
1: Awesome. Thanks for having us.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for being here. Can you just... Give us a little bit of background on yourself, Russell.
1: I'm Russell Rao with a Ajoka Company, doing business as Hughes Plumbing and Pumps in North Carolina.
2: And I'm Susan O'Grady. I'm the Director of Marketing for Xylem, and I've been in the industry about 21 years.
0: Great, so what are the kinds of things that, that you do? How long have you been in the industry? Sorry.
1: I, I've been in the industry for <laughs> 17 years with a Ajoka Corporation uh, as a Profit Center Manager. As a profit center manager, um, I lead a a team of people uh, to do their best. Before I did that, I worked for the park service.
0: Okay. Um, Great. I used to
1: build design parks, and uh, selling water pumps is quite different than building a park. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little. (laughs) Right. So I I tell people I, I used to have a wonderful job with the best view in the world in the Colorado Park Service. Oh, wow. And now I work with a joke company and I work with the best people I've ever worked with.
0: Wow, great. And,
1: and my office doesn't even have a window.
0: <laughs> so how did you make that transition, if well, I may ask, from parks to to pumps?
1: <laughs> well, when I worked for parks, I, I used to build design parks and I, I got industry experience doing that. Okay. I came to work for the wholesale business in the Carolinas, back where my family is. Um, in the early 2000s. Okay. okay. <laughs> and I'm here.
0: That's great. Um, so let's let's get into the topic at hand a little bit, which is again, you know, talking about employee retention, uh, profit sharing. Can you explain, you know, a little bit about how the employment employment landscape in the industry has changed over the years?
1: Well, the whole whole industry has changed over the years, especially in the wholesale market. Uh, we've We've left the golden age of wholesale market, uh, wholesaling. Uh, wholesaling now is quite different. It's not about the traditional golden age. It's more about the information age. Everything's so focused on information. Sure. So our job is now more focused on providing customers information, whether that be through new technology, uh, new apps, web order entry. Uh, today, 13% of the plumbing and well products sold in America are sold via e- e-commerce. Um, it is forecasted to be over 30% by year 2030. And so how do we play in that market? How do we give customers the information they need about water pumps, about the capabilities we have, about, te- about the technologies we have?
0: So on the employment side, um, do you have some tips you can share with listeners about how to retain great employees?
1: Well, the number one tip we use is to retain great employees, you need to hire great employees. It starts all starts there. We use the old acronym SWAN. Okay. Uh, that's, that's someone who's smart, works hard, ambitious, and nice. And by nice, we mean has chemistry. Can talk with each other, can talk with the teammates, can talk with sure. customers. I can talk with vendors, and um, so smart. When you hire someone, you can test that. You can give IQ testing. Sure. We give everyone who works for us an IQ test. Wow. Okay. Because we want everybody to be smart, not just work hard, but be smart. But we also want people to work hard, and so sure. we want both of those. Often you hear people say, "Work harder, not smarter." Well, if you have both, that's the best that you can have.
0: Right.
2: Oh. Huh. This is kind of funny. So Amanda and I, when we got hired, our boss, one of her questions is very similar to that, but she asked which one are you? Are you smart? Do you work hard? Like, she kind of, and then yeah. you had to, like, back most up. Most important to Like, what was, was like. the most important yeah. of those? So it was, it was the same kind of framework, which is, I think, it's pretty Well, I think the best
1: answer is both.
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we were interviewing some colleagues in Italy, and they, he's like, well, I can't say work hard because nobody works harder than Americans, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, I can't, I can't say that one, so. <laughs> So, that's, so it's interesting. I think we share similar framework, framework in like hiring, I think, so as well.
1: Right. So. It, it, it takes a long time to, to find those people. You always need to be looking for that person on right. your team. Uh, even if you don't have a job out there, you mm-hmm. need to always mm-hmm. be looking uh, for the ambitious person, for that nice person. Uh, but a lot of people don't look to make sure they're smart before they hire I mean, you can look at college. You can look at other things, but an IQ test, a Wonderlic test, or any other test by a psychologist um, on on site is a great way to test employees. Okay. But to 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 also uh, um, make sure we have we have to have the right person on hand. Sure. Uh, we don't settle for one of the, one or two of those categories. We look for both smart or works hard. But it takes, on average for us, it takes over 200 resumes to find one good person to interview.
0: Wow. wow.
1: That's not to hire, that's to interview. interview. Um, and so how we do it to find that, the smart, you can always test for IQ. The work's hard, you can always ask others, ask employees. Ambitious, you can you can feel some of that and the nice, the chemistry, that's hard to figure out. What we do is we bring in a... Once we get to the the last two or three applicants, we bring them in for the whole team and do a team building exercise wow. that makes that person interact in a way to figure out, do they fit? Do they have the chemistry?
0: Wow, that's pretty so cool. So you really invest yeah. a lot in this process and, and ultimately the company based on all this you know work that you're putting into it on the front end.
1: Right, we, we, we retain people for a long time. I've only worked for the company for 17 years, but there's a lot of other only. people that 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 That's I work impressive. with in my building that have been there for 25, 30 years. Wow. Um, and that takes great people. Yeah. And to find those great people, it takes a lot of work. Great. But, but the work up front sure beats the work on the back end trying to get rid of people who aren't yeah. great.
0: Which kind of is a great segue to my next question, which is what doesn't work? What does not work when it comes to employee retention? Okay.
1: What does not work is, is settling for something less than a swan, someone who's smart, works hard, ambitious, and nice. In um, a way to retain those people, we, we have a profit-sharing model that we use. Um, okay. At the end of the year, we take the profit with our company and share it with our employees. And sharing the success of what we do is a big part of how we retain employees, whether it be sharing financial success or sharing with the community. Doing outreaches. Uh, we do quite a few outreaches with Xylem Gold, uh, whether it be giving scholarships out to our customers and being a part of that, uh, raising money for uh, Down syndrome and special needs kids uh, in the mountains of North Carolina, which we do with One for Holland. We had a great run this morning. Thanks, Susan.
2: Yes, it was awesome. I thought we were running three miles and we ran five, but it was awesome.
1: And some of us even ran further. We ran six because we took a wrong turn, (laughs) (laughs) which makes it all the better. But giving back the community with the watermark projects we have, we've done several of those uh, with Goulton's Island. One we did in North Carolina in Canton. It was awesome. We provided water to a whole community that did not have water. Susan was a big part of that.
2: Yeah, and Russell was um, digging uh, rocks out of the ground, and he was—he went up to the site numerous times. Worked well with uh, the installer. He was huge in getting that all um, coordinated. That's so
1: great. it was a good team effort there for sure.
0: So, what do you think about this new announcement today with Water Boys?
1: This sounds awesome.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What a, What a better way to help people with just clean water in North Carolina? The Canton uh, project we worked on. People there could not even wash their clothes. The kids couldn't even get to school with clean clothes. I think what we can do with this larger product, uh, yeah. project with this. Yeah,
2: definitely. Yeah. Just, you know, having Chris Long and bringing awareness to that there are kids and families in America that live without access to water is pretty, it's going to be pretty amazing for us, I think, so.
0: The latest Bell & Gossip podcast series on solving water features manufacturers, reps, and xylem experts discussing industry trends at the 2020 AHR Expo. Get all 10 episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. So do you consider, you know, profit sharing like an incentivization? Cause like there's this philosophy out there that incentivizing employees, there's a, it's a hard balance to strike between that and, and employee loyalty. Right, you 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 want them to want to be there, and you, you want right. to give them. I don't want to say rewards for for doing good work, but the same time, if they're only working for a reward, that's not necessarily you know always the best course of action. So, just curious about your philosophy on how to balance that that incentivization side of things with making sure that they're like good, nice, loyal loyal employees.
1: Sure. Well, we pay our people well. But on top of that, the profit sharing model is a great model because that's helping employees do their job right. The market price for any product is the market price. But if you do the job right on the first time, we can can share in that success and share the profit that we make at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. So we don't send our money to um, a corporate headquarters. The money stays there. And we we up employees at year end, and that just shows a job well done, and it incentivizes employees to you know make make sure the deliveries are correct, sure. make sure the product is what our customer needs, product what the customer wants, mm-hmm. the product was delivered on time, it the whole the whole process was done right the first time, right? Because if we don't do the everything right the first time, we don't have a profit, and so. If we get done correct, there's often extra profit in the first time, but we share that profit ah. with everybody. We share the success that we yeah. have. So,
0: how did you come up with this model? Like, how, what factored in your decision to, you know, make this a big piece of your business?
1: Well, this is all part of a Joker company. A Joker company joke has been using this model since the 1970s. Okay.
0: Uh,
1: this model has worked very successfully all across the United States and, and Canada. Uh, they've been using this model. Um, and it's a part of the Hajoka culture. Uh, it's our formula to success.
0: Okay. Great. So just to back up a little bit on this profit sharing, you know, not not all of our listeners could maybe offer profit sharing to their employees. Um, so do you have any advice for them as to, you know, what they can do to keep good employees even if, you know, they, they can't do the profit sharing model?
1: Well, a, a great thing is... Uh, do, We've got core values is one, be fair and caring towards your employees. Uh, Generous listening, like today, listening. um, (laughs) Generous listening is a a hard thing in today's environment with so much noise uh, and so much time invested in other things. It's hard to give generous listening to individuals Mm -hmm. instead of listening to something else, to music, to something other than individuals other than your teammates other than your staff right so just listening is a huge part of what we do trust and respect is another core value that we have okay as well as straight talk tell people exactly what you want when you want and you get the best results
0: (laughs) yeah setting expectations always is a good idea
2: so i think you know i've read a lot about you know even though Uh, to retain, you know, people don't leave a company, they leave a boss. And it sounds like, you know, even if a company can't have a profit sharing model, it sounds like you guys also have, you know, other things that you do that makes them feel valuable and want to work for your organization as well.
1: Right. It's all about sharing success. You can change lives by sharing success, whether it be through the profit sharing model or helping folks with clean drinking water or water just to bathe, or water to wash their kids clothes so they can go to school. That makes a difference to employees, that makes a difference to all of us.
2: Yeah, I've met some of Russell's employees and uh, I think uh, one of one of his employees, her daughter was getting married and because they had such a good year that particular year, um, Russell was able, uh, she earned enough from the profit sharing to help pay for her most of wife. her daughter's wedding.
0: Wow, that's
1: yeah. great. We've had people use the profit sharing to send their kids to college. We've had people use the profit sharing to go on a family vacation, put extra money in their 401k. We had another vigil at another location that used the money to build a handicapped porch for his daughter to slide her wheelchair up to watch the birds in the backyard. Uh, there's lots of great things that people do with profit sharing. Yeah. And if you can share that success, they often share with others.
0: Sure. Sounds like it really embodies that that phrase, um, live to work or work to live. Wait, Hmm. how does it go? (laughs) Uh,
1: Work to live, don't
2: live to work, right? Yes. Is that right? Yeah,
0: that's right. So, I mean, that's what this sounds like with this profit sharing, you're able to get, you know, some big goals and help these families meet some big goals that they might have. Um, What about on the the flip side of the coin? Any insights you can give to employees to help them kind of take adv- advantage of their any of these employer-sponsored opportunities or help them advance in their careers? Well,
1: our industry is changing. It's changing rapidly. Uh, it's all about the age information. What can you do better yourself? Can you go to trainings? Uh, Gold's Islands, for example. Um, Gold's has training classes online. They have schools you can go to. They will also train at your location. They will train on site. How can you better yourself? Um, that's a great way. Has the changing industry impacted the amount of resumes you get? You said it takes about maybe 200 before you find the right person sometimes. Do you have, have you seen any changes in getting that 200 resumes initially? Well, it depends on how you put the resumes out there, how you put the job out there. There's, there's Indeed, there's yeah. There's other formats to put those resumes out there. But often the best is word of mouth. If you have another great individual you know, they, they often hang around people like them. We are average of the five people around the most. And if you have great employees, who are they around? Are they around five other great people? Can they give you a heads up on another great employee that could come down the pipeline that's often the best, the way to hire anybody. But we have Indeed Monster and other ways to put the word out there on the jobs we have available.
0: Sure. Do you guys do phone screenings then? Like sort of to get get through a pile of resumes that you know that's significant do you do like a phone screening before you invite them in for an interview or
1: On, On some we do Okay. But Our interview process, the the first step of our interview process to to find that swan, to find that person who's smart, works hard, ambitious, and nice, is we give them an IQ test before we even start. Okay. Um, So
0: that's part of their application process, essentially. That
1: is the first thing we do. Okay. Um, And so so if if you're smart enough, we, we find out, can you work hard enough? And do you've got your
0: threshold set, you know, as to where they need to hit for them to be even considered for the next step, right?
1: We do. But but really, we are, I'm always looking for the next person that's going to replace me. I want to hire the next driver that's going to replace me as a property center manager. That's the best employee to have.
0: Great. Well, I think this has been really informative I think we've given um, our listeners a lot to think about when they're looking at um, hiring and and finding great employees and just some other ideas and maybe they can check out this uh, model that you use
1: you can it's on a Oh, okay. oh we have our, our core values we have our whole our whole system okay that we have our core values our philosophies our leadership philosophies are all online. You can read it today. Uh, whether it be our leadership model, mm-hmm. our holy model, um, which is very simple, um, it's all online.
0: Well, great. Well, fantastic. Um, thanks so much for uh, joining us today, Russell and Susan. And um, uh, we look forward to, to having you on another show in the future. The Solving Water Podcast is produced and distributed by Xylem a global water technology company of more than 16,000 employees committed to solving critical water and infrastructure challenges worldwide. Stream, download, and subscribe.